Welcome to Geeksploration, the podcast. I'm Garrett Sherlock Holmes with Laser Beam Eyes. I am never going to be dismantled and I will never be cancelled. Uh, I'm Alex, uh, the Mike Rula, the one Tula. I'll bring it to you. <laughs> I think that's it. So you no, spent no, no. all that time looking up baby geniuses and look who's talking and not what you're going to say. I was so much more invested in <laughs> in that than the topic, yes. The labyrinthian filmography of Bob Clark is just, yeah, we're still Bob. Also, I mean, while I was getting a drink, did you guys connect Porky's to baby geniuses? Well, okay. Oh, so, yes. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> there's There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, the director of Black Christmas also directed Porky's 1 and 2 okay. and A Christmas Story uh-huh. and the sequel to Christmas Story, which everyone should watch if you get the chance. Uh, and then also Baby Geniuses 1 and 2. And it just that's like a weird I mean, he directed a bunch of stuff in between and all over the place. But it just it was very weird that it was like, wow, you went from like boner comedies to whatever Baby Geniuses is. I mean, you know? Mad Max guy went from Mad Max to Babe Pig in the City to Happy Feet. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, okay, Happy Feet is definitely, definitely the odd duck there. Uh, no halfway pun intended. But, uh, you know, the others are actual, you know, legitimate films. And that was the whole thing was it was like, these are all like actual movies. What is what is Baby Geniuses? What even <laughs> is that? The other thing, too, is that's an extended universe, you know. So the apocalypse is beginning. The animals can talk in Babe, and it's just full-on animal takeover. No humans left in Happy Feet. Okay, it makes sense. Except you know at the very end, but that's we'll no, get... no, no. That's a mass hallucination. It, well, you know, it kind of checks out. I didn't see Happy out. Feet two though. Is there a Happy Feet two? Yeah, there is. That's so weird. It's called why? Two feet. <laughs> it's called ecstatic feet. Well, uh... most feet, most happiest <laughs> we're here specifically for christmas and secret santa so we should talk about aquatine hunger force it's so weird because that that's almost if we had just done christmas story it'd be the perfect segue but you know it's fine that's been done to death no one's ever talked about aquatine hunger force before never not once nope we're, we're breaking ground here i like how i was trying to come up with a thing for all three of us to talk about and my first thought was Aqua Teen and no pushback. Yeah, no, it's something that we're all, I think, pretty familiar. I, I think I'm the least familiar with it of all three of us um, because I fell off hard when I stopped having TV again. So when I just couldn't watch it. I think I stopped watching TV like after it ended forever. Same. Um, although like when wow. I was rewatching it, there was a couple episodes that I missed, but not that many. That's because of that whole thing where they just, you know, they feature it. They just kept changing the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I missed the claymation episode that had Henry Zabrowski in it. <laughs> and you know what? Now uh, that I listen to that, sh- like his show, it just meant more to me than it would have back then. That's true. I could definitely see that. I'm like, who's this? Now I know exactly who this. Yeah, I, I have all the respect for Hong Kong Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> but where do we even begin talking about Aqua Teen Hunger Force? There's a, yeah, the, this is a hard... How, how far we want to go? All I way. mean, this is always my... I mean, if, if, if our listeners are people, they're, they're just the complete uninitiated. I mean, they should know what kind of thing it is. True. So it's a show about three fast food items that solve mysteries. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I was going to say, hmm. For... You, I, I remember exactly one time that a mystery was attempted to be solved. It was like the first three episodes. 
Balloon and Stein. Balloon and Stein is a mystery solving episode. We that's that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, the first one's the rabbit. Yeah. And well, then, I, okay, yeah, that's true. They do, they do, they do show up uninvited to solve that mystery. Yeah, in the mall that they stole from Powerpuff Girls. Yes. <laughs> what about uh, the detective who gets a boo boo though? <laughs> that's that's so that's a that's the Dirtfoot episode. What season is that? Oh boy, like season six here. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna be, be responsible for seasons here. I'm gonna be on this. It's not. It's I do like, like how the pilot for it that got it greenlit was the Baffler Meal episode. But the way that the production schedule worked, Baffler Meal showed up like way later, like after the show started. <laughs> the pilot was an episode of Space Ghost that didn't air yes. until way after, like way into the show's run. Well, it did that. That's kind of the thing with like the a lot of the William Street shows is that like they'll because like just like um, Venture Brothers had like a really early pilot yeah before it got picked up that like i remember i remember thinking that was a fever dream just like seeing that and then like seeing venture brothers later and being like wow i remember this being so much worse this isn't what i remember i remember this but like slightly different that guy was fuzzy before yeah (laughs) and then like going like finally seeing the pilot later and like oh okay this did air like five years ago okay all of their like shows like their Aqua Teens, their Sea Labs, their Brack shows, they all aired like a year, like a rough first episode, like a year before the actual shows came out. Yeah. Except for Sea Lab. Sea Lab was pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> well, you don't mess with perfection, I guess. I had us all pick a voice line from the show. Chefton, your line is from the first season. Yes. It's from the Bad uh, Replicant episode with Major Shake. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm checking on the, I found Dirtfoot for you, Alan, season four. All right, that is so what not, I said. Not that, not that late into it. I thought much later. Glorious run of enough for syndication. Then they kept changing the title and the name over and over and over. So it could never happen. Well, they did that because they just got bored. That too. <laughs> like, yeah, we're bored of this name. Let's no, that's the truth. The Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1. <laughs> Aqua yeah, TV forever. Aqua, Aqua TV show show. Aqua something you know whatever. Yeah, may uh, recognize those other names if unfamiliar. Well, so I I love I love the the idea in sort of a meta sense, like the idea of the show because it's like it's such a like a a slam dunk in terms of like a like a pitch. At least I, I would think so, um, because you you know it's like well okay we have all this extra animation that we've already got we've got all this stock stuff. We literally have to animate five things one time and we're good. And then just we can make one new thing for every episode. Like it's such a an inexpensive thing that like that to me is just very brilliant. Like that's that's the whole value of Space Ghost of, of all the William Street shows, really, is that you can kind of recycle these things that you've already got laying around. Yeah. And just make something amazing out of it. Uh, I don't remember how much it cost, but I read or watched a thing that was Aqua Teen was surprisingly cheap. Like, even for what it was, like surprisingly <laughs> cheap to make. Or well, when you use that, you know, that lightning <laughs> stock. Yeah. When you use a <laughs> fire that you took a video of in someone's backyard. Yeah, well, camping. Yeah, the, the Space Ghost campfire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it all costs nothing if you just reuse these stock plugins in your own footage yep in-house yeah no it's brilliant i'm i'm super jealous and i mean it, it's funny right because like that's it's what they used to do on old scooby-doos and all the all the old hanna-barbera cartoons as well was you just kind of recycle as much of the animation as you can 
and the only thing that you need to do is have have new stuff yeah yeah if you like uh 30 frames of animation sorry this is barbara <laughs> even less <laughs> It's like you know how Scooby Doo recycled. What if it was all recycled? <laughs> yeah. What if there was just nothing new? Yeah, but then like sometimes Carl's animations will be like really good. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's. I mean, that that's. I think a lot of the humor, right, is that it's like okay, like you know, normally it would just be like whatever, like generic walk cycle to Carl. What if we had just like a really out of nowhere hilarious one where he's grabbing his <laughs> groin and like crab walking into the house. What if and it's just it's it's funny. All of a sudden he's just really drunk doing air guitar and air drums. <laughs> yeah, that's from the live album. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, baby. <coughs> that's rocking. That's right. That's right. That's from the fucking clown of silly organism. I want to rock your body. Oh, oh man. Yep, man. Are we gonna talk about that? We're we gonna talk about how that how that movie ripped off Aqua Teen? oh what what is that called the funny or die um i think that i think that's what it's called we'll yes. save that for the last for the last yes. bit of uh... the, the, the wear clown movie yes yes yeah oh wow i forgot about that. let's pop in shefton's uh audio clip and then we can talk about that okay look at him and tell me there's a god <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, shake. So, what are I mean that that's Shefton's, but what are Alan yours and mine? What are some of our favorite shake lights? Uh, there's so many. So, I think mine is still. I would never hit you with an axe while your mouth was shoved full of skewers. I'd assume <laughs> one or the other would be enough. <laughs> well, you know, I like uh, when when they're actually not talking and uh, they're writing on the little notes. And he's like, yeah, your cat's dead. And he's, the cat's in the microwave. Yeah. And Meepod writes, no, it's like, actually, no, it's your cat. And he goes like, no! <laughs> I can't explain that scene justice. <laughs> it's, it's pure visual comedy. Sorry about the cats getting, you know, bloated up. Yeah. But uh, I also like that he blew up the ducks. That's a that's a line in, from recent episode we've seen. Yes. <laughs> the robot Frylock makes for him to get him out of the house. <laughs> She's also yeah. at the fucking pond filling ducks full of baking soda and vinegar yes oh i'm just looking at this picture on google of nature shake it's just amazing with his heels and his jam box (laughs) yep he got that jam box growing out of the side of him oh i I know what we can do we can talk about our favorite like villains okay because Uh, uh, because major shake Shake is is the real villain i mean yeah shake is the villain. But uh, Major Shake was made by the Plutonians. Yes. Uh, Emery and Oglethorpe. <laughs> yes. Named uh, named after colleges. Yep. I do like that. Um, it's a hard call for me because I also, I like, I my runner-up uh, Shake line was uh, the one from the cybernetic ghost of Christmas Past and the Future. He's like, Carl. Carl. Our neighbor <laughs> Carl is a highly evolved chicken from the future. Um. So maybe the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past from the future. That might be that might be my favorite. Danzig. <laughs> is Danzig a villain in his appearance? Um, he bullies the, to ghost. the ghost of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. that to guy that. is totally scary. <laughs> Make the elf blood go up the walls. Make it go up the walls. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I think th- I think that's got to be that's got to be one of my favorites. If it's not if it's not him, then it's the um the caveman. 
Yeah. I we all know we all know Garrett's favorite villain from this show though. Yes, my my villain. Talk about the cybernetic ghost some more because he shows up a lot and he has my favorite line in the movie, which is I have ten thousand weapons of mass <laughs> distraction. <laughs> all he does is tell stories. Uh, yep. With this wonderful fog. <laughs> thousands I, of I years do, thousands ago. of years ago. I just I love I love the voice too. Like it's just it's so perfect because it like that the weird like echo on it is so like re it's it's actually hypnotic yeah yeah it's just perfect it immediately puts you to sleep yeah i think i i'm not really sure this this kind of goes into the um sort of our first uh first impression so i guess we can talk more about that later but if, uh like the cybernetic ghost uh from christmas past is like maybe one of my first memories of aqua Teen. like that's maybe one of the first things i saw from it so i really I guess it's up there. Man, uh, when he shows up as Tom Turkey. (laughs) I forgot about that, yes. (laughs) And then he has his laser-guided socks. (laughs) I do do love, we didn't even talk about what it looks like. It's like a robotic duck man, like kind of. Yeah, he's like a, like a, with like, it's like a bipedal mechanized human. And he's about as as stiff as uh, an animatronic. Yeah, and he's he's got yeah. uh like shears for ha- uh, one hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or to cut the presents open. <laughs> oh, I, is he? I always forget. Is he in the episode where they see Carl as a child? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, when okay. his dad gives him a carpet for Christmas, and hey, he's like, "That ain't carpet. That's Berber. That's an industry term." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, flying around, magic carpet riding, Aladdin land." It's like, um. <laughs> It's it's food. Uh, you gotta boil soak it, it up, <laughs> <laughs> boil the glue. That's gonna be magic flying dinner. It's <laughs> like so depressing, but so funny. And then he tells the story uh, of Santa Claus, the Red Ape. <laughs> yeah, oh. Alan, what's your favorite villain? <laughs> uh, Danzig. Yeah, that's right, Danzig. He only shows up in that one episode. <laughs> Yeah. No. That. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go with Danzig because I can't choose anyone else. That's just too hard. Mine is. I think he's from season like five or six, but it's Markula. <laughs> he he's the owner of their house, the Aquatine's house that they're renting that you don't meet until like season five or six because they have a gas leak in their house and he won't fix it. So he has them kidnapped in the night I'm by his his night guy. his night demons and has them cocooned in the Mo- the Mojave desert as he says yeah. by military spiders because that's and what he does to a-holes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also only in like four episodes. He's in those first 3 and then the Highlander episode at like the last episode of the series. Here's my favorite Markula line. Finally, nipples of my own. They're so beautiful. Don't you think I know that? Uh, the sirens. Uh, yeah. This is my sister. I am Chrysanthemum. And this is my sister, the BJ Queen. Oh, man. that's Those are some great villains right there. <laughs> um, that's the... that Sirens is... it's According to the wiki, I'm checking the wiki right now. It says that's the second appearance of oh, Mark. Yeah, because the first one that's is robots everywhere. Yes. Yeah. After yeah. they kill those people who buy the house, four million cash. 
Yep, the <laughs> robots kill him. Uh, John Cruck. <laughs> That's what you get for throwing a D-cell at my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got. I mean, that's 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 some some always sunny in Philadelphia level plot right there. <laughs> uh, I think he's a baseball player. He's a yes. He played for the Phillies. Yeah, a baseball player shows up as a siren and gets you drunk, so you cut your own nipples off because you threw a D cell at his head in like '94. <laughs> yes, I mean it's it's the long con. Uh, that does bring us to Carl, the my like my favorite character. <laughs> Oddly, the protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He grows to love them. He grows to love those. <laughs> foods he never once calls um meatwad meatwad or frylock frylock not once in yeah. the entire series then i got fry man but he yeah. does call shake. Hey there, fry man he does call shake shake <laughs> or my favorite name for shake drink cup <laughs> hey, watch it there drink cup <laughs> you're uh now uh. it's writing a lot of checks your cup can't catch <laughs> that's see that right there that's a great line i love any time the like actual anatomy or physiology of them is referenced (laughs) it's just it's just perfect (laughs) anytime they have stupid skeletons that make just enough sense yeah it's comedy gold just enough i mean shakes uh shake frylock's got bones in his fries uh unless i mean in the description the the visual frylock Frylock. but like he also shoots them out and god i hate like detachable quills i hate when he uses them as legs (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) they just fold over i just remembered one of my fucking very favorite things about aqua team all of the weird live action stuff that's just on the tv which is like fully fully viewable on the dvds Yes. Like, yeah. Um, Vegetable a- Assisted man. living Dracula. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, it's, when you get into it from the from the beginning, it's good. <laughs> the, yeah, the puppet shows. This is yes. your left. That's your left. Yeah. This is your right. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> 100. 100. <laughs> but uh, in a later season, there was a. They tried to make a, uh, like a spin off show. Uh, that was based on the Bible fruit from the, like the Bible fruit episode. Oh yeah, did they really? Yeah, it's not the exact the exactly the Bible fruit like, but the characters are what the Bible fruit characters were. So the the guy trying to drink the alcohol out of the U trap in the fucking yes. <laughs> sink, and he didn't get greenlit or anything. The episode is playing on a TV in I think the last season. Wow, wow! I gotta wonder if that's if that's fully viewable somewhere. Maybe on one of the DVDs. Probably on one of those late, later DVDs. But I'm bringing up some trivia. Uh, the first piece of trivia is pretty stupid. Okay, we'll lay it on me in the form of a question. Uh, in the form of a question, it's <laughs> you know you don't have you don't have to form a question. It's okay. In the closing credits, the vocal sample is of Master Shake saying "Dancing is forbidden" from the pilot episode. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Right. Even though, as as Alan discovered, the subtitles think it says finger puppets. Yes, the eternal mandarina, damn finger puppets. Yep, and then <laughs> dancing finger trumpets. puppets, finger puppets. Yep. Oh, that's what it sounded like. Dana Snyder, the voice of Shake, got the audition by leaving an angry voicemail. <laughs> or got the job. That's leaving. something that I gotta wonder is is just listenable somewhere. It fucking better be. Oh yeah, because uh, I was looking up information about the bomb scare. That yes. happened. 
And they said there's a whole page on the Wikipedia page about this goes into pop culture. Yeah, this is this was this is my favorite pop culture thing. Okay, then we'll we'll do that later then. Um, okay, all right, good. Yeah, I'm gonna play Alan's fucking clip of Carl. <laughs> this thirty yeah. fucking second long clip. Poles on patrol. Poles and souls. Pull your ride. Glory pole. That's the seminal album. That's the Desert Island disc. Pole in place. They got very political in that one. For whom the bell poles. Classic. Polegasm. Classic. How many poles to screw in the bulb? Another classic. Pole night. Not polite to say no to pole night. That's our first English-speaking album. Ring Thrust. That's a double album. And it also marks the first time they didn't use the word pole in their album title. If I'm supposed to pick that clip for my favorite villain, I don't consider them villains. But yes, we can talk about... No, we're not supposed to... The clip isn't supposed to be our favorite villain. Oh, I thought it was related to the villains. No. With Markula and the Ghost of Christmas No, Pass. I just love Markula and... The Ghost of Christmas Pass has nothing to do with this line. Look at him and tell me there's a god! <laughs> You're right. It just, it just worked out. That one's from... Uh, yeah. That's the Plutonians and Major Shake. No, I'm just... Yeah, I thought Major Shake was his favorite villain. Sorry, I'm confused in the format already. No, My okay. brain's gone. But yeah, I'm down to talk about the that album. <laughs> all those yeah, albums uh, that that might be my favorite episode of the show <laughs> like, it's one of but that's just what's crazy that's like a you know like late season i mean i don't know about late i mean they're all kind of late i mean the fact that the show lasted for 15 years is nuts yeah that's that is wild but they got a movie they did get a movie that was released in theaters that me and alan went to see in a theater <laughs> yeah in a theater it was the burbank mall theater probably because it was right by william streets west <laughs> probably could not find it anywhere else yep uh, yeah we had a bootleg uh spring break cancun shirt <laughs> that we drew <laughs> that, that's how bootleg that was the um the poster the bootleg spring break cancun shirt the poster without the universal monster and the powerpuff girl in the wheelchair is in the movie in emory and oglethorpe's dorm room <laughs> when I, I was watching the movie last night i'm like wait that's the i mean they're gonna have to put a mohawk in a wheelchair on it <laughs> yeah yeah, non-copyright infringing. Uh, Space Kataz was also supposed to be a spinoff. Really? Yeah, the they cut the pilot episode into the beginning of like all of those episodes. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes way more. And then I like, just thought that they kindly chopped it into DVD for us. No, they just put the entire episode on the DVD. Also, interesting. Space Kataz. Got anything else to say about the movie? Uh, it was fun. I was very surprised that it came out i thought honest to god i thought it was a hoax i thought it wasn't gonna happen i thought it was it was just a marketing stunt it was already too late for me to pick another audio clip because i already cut it and put it into the machine but uh watching the movie i'm like oh fuck i should put chicken biddles <laughs> yeah all right because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i love chicken biddle speaking of marketing stunt though i we do got a plug though the worst game ever i believe it was called which i did play Oh, yeah, yeah, the infinite yeah. walker. It ends after an hour, and it's it gets really hard because it's just the clumsiest Castlevania mechanics you can. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you get a clip, but, you know, this was, like, 2007, so the school computer I was using couldn't handle the trailer that you unlocked. And my other favorite <laughs> plug ever is uh, that they showed their own movie on TV, picture on picture, as tiny as you could do it. They leaked their own movie. Yep, for April <laughs> like Fool's. Like the night before. Yeah. 
So hats off to making me destroy my eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't know when we would have been able to go see it, because we didn't... Nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being kind of sad. Well, I don't know if I'm ever going to get a chance to see the movie if I can't watch it right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're not even sure if it was even going to be on DVD. <laughs> It's crazy yeah. to think, but luckily now it'd, it'd be up on you know HBO streaming service. No, of. the movie isn't. Uh, I guess that's true. The movie's got it there. on DVD. You know what though? I will say that you know the movie. I'm I'm indifferent to it, but the opening linoleum knife music video is oh still God. one of the funniest yeah. th- things I've ever seen in a theater. I want to put that in front of every movie we watch with one of our friends. Yeah, with one specific friend. With one specific friend. <laughs> interesting it starts off with don't talk just let's all watch. go to the lobby oh yeah that just don't talk just watch don't <laughs> explain the plot if you don't understand it you shouldn't be here yeah <laughs> yeah sung by mastodon and their best king diamond impression yes so five helium balloons <laughs> you bring your babies <laughs> i can't even say it Is a ba- don't bring your baby babies don't watch this leave the seat outside Run it over on the way home. <laughs> leave it in the street. Yeah, and then yeah, leave it in the street. The yeah, and then run over it after the show. Yes, yes. <laughs> <sighs> if you don't like it, just leave. We already have all your fucking money. We're gonna spend yeah. it on drugs. <laughs> Do not kick or j- jiggle the seat in front of you. I'm sitting there everywhere at once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I will cut you up. <laughs> with a linoleum knife yeah i'm, I'm looking yeah, up the lyrics exactly also maybe just watch it yourself it's a sight to behold you know yeah. you, you think it's it's a real thing i mean we've never been to this theater before so i don't know if it was standard but you find out about 30 seconds in oh wait this is a bit and then oh wait 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 this is another bit <laughs> if you make out here i will cut your lips and tongues <laughs> from your head with a linoleum knife yeah <laughs> do not explain the plot if you don't understand then you should not be here your money is now our money and we will spend it on trucks oh and also of course the best part is it was subtitles you knew what was going on exam don't crinkle your food wrappers loudly be considerate to (laughs) others or i'll bite your torso and give you a disease (laughs) disease. give you a disease (laughs) (laughs) and it's like uh what do you call it like a like a like a dum-dum uh yes yes it's a pierced fucking like gumdrop like imagine if a gumdrop was a metal singer yeah and i think the i think like the drummer is like black licorice no the drummer is like a box of like ice caps or like junior mints that yes yes the cheesy nachos i think Uh, yeah i think the drummer's the nachos and the ice caps or uh junior mint box is the guitar player and the licorice may be the basis i don't remember i've really only seen it twice but it it burns in your mind (laughs) oh uh i forgot about the actual best like part of the song (laughs) Uh, if I see you videotaping oh. this movie, Satan will rain down your throat with hot acid and dissolve your testicles and turn your guts into snakes. This is a copyrighted movie for Time Warner. If I find you sold it on eBay, I'll break into your house and tear your wife in half. <laughs> yeah. And it's all just done in one line, no breathing in between. Yeah. One take. That soundtrack is fucking great. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they have that. Because yeah. this, this there's a lot of music in this movie. Like, Master Shake has a song, Meatwad has a song. Neil Pert has a cameo. 
the drum solo of life. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Yeah, he he revives Meatwad from the dead. Yes. Shake shoots him in the head with a shotgun and he does not reform. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Massive spoilers for everything to do with this show. Yeah, the whole movie is about basically about them trying to figure out who their parents are. Yes. Walter Mellon is their dad. Which yep. means nothing. <laughs> and their a mom Walter Mellon. Their mom is a nine layer bean burrito played by Tina Fey. <laughs> Is it Tina Fey that's the voice of the burrito? I'm pretty sure. You can look it yeah. up. I always thought... I'm like 100% sure. I always thought it was Carol Kenny. That's not her name. Hold on. The movie is the introduction of one of my favorite background characters. The uh, guy in the suit with the purple mohawk. <laughs> he's a CIA agent or something, and he's played by um, Paul F. Tompkins. Yes. Yeah. And he kills... <laughs> kills abraham <laughs> tranks abraham lincoln okay. and changes the past yeah uh, and he's got a uh what do you call it a um he has an appearance in the last episode doesn't he oh uh, yeah he has an appearance in a bunch of the episodes he's a he becomes a background character he's mainly there in church in the um public enemy christmas ah uh, where shake yeah. <laughs> where shake <laughs> has to shit eels Yes. Uh, okay, I looked it up. You are you're correct. It is Tina Fey as the nine layer burrito. Mm-hmm. But even more amazing to me, Chris Kattan is the voice of Walter Mellon. Like what the Man, hell? He's doing a good. Like, I love. He's doing a I good love voice. Walter Mellon now because that didn't sound like Chris Kattan at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, H. John Benjamin is the, the the other CIA agent. Who was Abraham Lincoln in that? Uh, I'm gonna look right now. Who was Time Lincoln? Time Lincoln was voiced by Fred Armisen, which that's like early Fred Armisen. Yeah, it sounded <laughs> real young. Wow. Oh, you know what? Um, I have a side a side thing to <laughs> tell you, Shefton. Okay. All right. You so, tell me now. Yeah. 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 I, okay. Because I I might forget. So remember in um Burbank when that guy yelled at us to watch the TV show? Yes. To watch uh, Moonbase 8? Yes. This guy on the street, we were while getting food from Portos, this guy on the street is just like, hey, watch Moonbase 8. And then we were all ready to ignore him. And then he said something else. that it, He said it was a space comedy starring... um. John C. Riley. Yes. And they're like, God damn it. So we fell for his super liminal messaging. <laughs> I did. Yep. I watched it. It's okay. Uh, you watched all of it? I mean, it's uh, it's airing currently. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Uh, it's all right. It's uh, Did you watch Space Force at all? I watched some of it. You know the episode? I thought it was just okay. You know the episode where they're on, like, in the training facility in the desert? Like the... Yes. It's that, but if that was a show. Okay. Well, but with uh, three funny people as the main characters. Well, who else is in it? I mean, this is quite a uh, quite Fred Armisen and but... Team Heidecker. Or Tim Heidecker. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Team Heidecker. John C. Riley is a, he's just an old Air Force or NASA dude who has a shitty life and he just wants to escape to the moon to get away from all his, like, bills. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. That's a great plan. Um, Fred Armisen is a um, scientist who's there because of nepotism, because his dad invented something for the first moon trip. Okay. Cool. And Tim Heidecker is a uh, religious like astronaut who's 
Only he, his his personal goal is to meet aliens and spread the light of Jesus across the stars. All right, I like his plan. Yeah, yeah. It's there. it's the show's pretty all right. I'm not gonna redo my subscription to Stars or whatever to watch it as it goes to continue watching it yeah. yeah but will you yell at someone to watch it no and i really want to know i was looking for that guy in like is he in an episode or right i mean like, it's in burbank him, so we are in an episode he's in burbank so he could it's work probably on an it. extra I, honestly yeah maybe so back to in off, burbank back to on coke team. wandering around getting portos he could be an extra yep now he could be a producer yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's like, how do I save my failing show? I got it. You guys watch this. It only this show. had like three episodes, so like, well, there were three of you, so that's enough, right? Either, you know, it's like if everybody watches one episode, <laughs> that's it. That's a perfect plan. <laughs> yeah, yep. Coked out producer for sure. 100%. For sure. Okay, so where are where are we? What are we doing? First do, impressions. Do we, anything, no. do we have anything else though about Aqua Team we want to talk about before we take a break? Uh. No, let's take a break. Okay. Part of this break is us telling people to listen to our show. Uh, that's true. Roll the clip. Hey, everyone. I'm the creature, and you're the feature. Or am I the feature and you the creature? I don't know how this goes. Garrett, uh, delete all this. I'm, I'm leaving I'm <laughs> do, moving you flailing in. <laughs> all right. You, it's not well, our show, so people will hear you flailing and not know who you are. There we go. Uh, Do we have ad copy? Should we come up with ad copy? We have like a 30 second clip that we made when we had 20, Forever e- ago? We had 20 episodes. Hey, we are featured creatures. I am Alan. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. We do a show about monsters, cryptids, mythological figures, creatures from folklore, and sometimes real animals. We've done Dracula, Godzilla, Mongolian death worm. May or may not be real, but all fun, and you're probably going to be implicated in something. <laughs> no one no one will believe you anyway. No real crimes. And remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is say you're a cryptozoologist. You can find us on any podcatcher, iTunes, or Spotify. Boom, there you go. That's an ad. Yeah. So, so that means we should come up with new ad copy. Yeah. was the nights before Christmas, and all through the waves, podcasts were playing for 12 total days. The feeds will be full of secret Santa cheer as podcasters swap shows at random, oh dear. From movies to games, all aspects of geekdom, Creatures and features, topics brimming with fun. That that doesn't really rhyme, but it's too late now. Listen through December with episodes 12. And perhaps something extra? A dungeon to delve? So join us, 12 podcasts, oh listeners dear, as we keep you warm in the winter of this tough year. Listen and share. Join in with the laughter as we have audio gifts galore and Christmas thereafter. Uh, yep, the fire has spread to the mixer. I I knew it was a bad idea to light a live fire in the studio. Podcast Secret Santa starts Sunday, December 13th, across 12 podcast feeds.
our gift to you. So, now we're on to first impressions. Yes. Uh, Shefton was going to say one earlier, so we should just go with his now. Okay. Uh, well, so I think my first impression, I think the first thing that I saw from Aqua Teens was the episode, I think it's season two or three, uh, where I think it's called the final mooning, where the Moonanites have uh, assembled like all of the villains up to that point uh, <laughs> on the moon in that's their the dome. First one? Oh, man. I think I think that's the first one that I saw. Uh, they're they're uh, not in a moon. They're in like a conference room in a hotel, I think. No, no, there no, isn't. They're, no, they're on the moon because there's the armoire of despair. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole point where they like they keep putting people outside. Yes, <laughs> like they keep they just keep executing people. Yeah, um, and like the you know the brownies are there, the cybernetic ghost is there. There's um, what's his name, um, Romulux? Yeah, the, is the like, tar is, monster. Yes, he's like constantly impersonating other things. So there's like a shot where he's just like he's dressed the same as um Ooh, oh, what's his name well, there, there's that and he's holding like the computer and everything yeah like the bungee corded tidy whities but there's a he has a, a line where he's talking to the h john benjamin moth moth monster man i love moth he's like yeah man. uh belize is a is a very expensive city and he's just like uh, belize is a country <laughs> This is really funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like that because that implies that he actually is copying Master Shake in his first appearance. Yeah, <laughs> that it's not the other way around. <laughs> that it's that it's it's not a lie. <laughs> Which means uh, everything Shake said in that episode was true. He's got the, the easy flow elbow along he, with he's... one Bruce Willis. Shake was oh, tracking nice gloves. aliens in the Adirondacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to the Adirondacks. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so that I think that's that's my first impression. I think, and I had no idea what it was, um, and I thought it was funny, but it's just like I didn't I didn't know <laughs> until I went back to it much much later. Oh, and and old Drippy's there. Yes, yeah, the best character. I do like, love morally morally the best character. Yes, yeah. feast of He's my like the head. Most good person. <laughs> I'm ninety percent penicillin. Well, hell, I got a penicillin in the lab. If that, no, no, no. Shake's just eating them. I got any? They just dipping them in cheese. Yep. <laughs> no, trippy. <laughs> uh, what's your yeah. first impression, Alan? Uh, yeah, you know, it's that weird time in your life when nothing's funny anymore because TV stopped being good. And my cousin actually, he's the one. He's like, "Oh, you gotta watch the show. You gotta watch the show." And I was like, "I don't have that channel." And uh, I don't remember if what I saw if it was my first episode or not, but you know I got the DVD set. I think for my 12th birthday, maybe maybe wow, probably 12 or 13. And I, so I watched the first season sequentially, and then we got the channel like a little after, because this was like you know still dial up time. I don't think I don't remember when the transition for TV was, but you know I got Comedy Central that same year, so that was a big year for my 12 year old brain. Of <laughs> that's a big year. <laughs> Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Well, for me, for some reason, like just the basic cable up in Palmdale had like Cartoon Network and stuff, which means like anytime I went down here to visit my grandma, I'm like, they only have Nickelodeon. <laughs> See? That is all we had. <laughs> and all and Zim got canceled, so all you got was odd parents, which sucked. 
Wow. That's, those are some, those are fighting words, bro. I still think it's, well, I, I know screaming. It's got, it only works in Zim. I don't know. So me and my dad used to watch Space Ghost Coast to Coast before there was an adult swim, just when it was on yeah. late at night. It was just a thing we did. It was just, <laughs> I stayed up late at night and we watched Space Ghost Coast to Coast. When they aired the like weird pro, like pre pilot thing, like a year before the show came out, my dad absolutely hated it. He's like, this is, and I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I love this. <laughs> I can't imagine your dad thinking something is stupid. <laughs> uh, you didn't see him in like in the theater for Malibu's Most Wanted. That's a, that's <laughs> first of all, that is tragic to me. Wait, I love that like movie. That? He, no, I love that movie. But I can't, his, I can't believe your dad also didn't love that movie. That's a shock to me. Yeah. How is him? And his that eight, seems like his movie. Yeah, him and his 18 year old girlfriend did not like it. She didn't like it either. I know. This, none of this makes sense. My whole life is a lie. I don't even want to know what his take on the animal was. Uh, I didn't watch that with him. He already abandoned me at that point. Well, I said I don't want to hear his take, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, checks out. Yeah, so it was like the first show that I I liked. Like, it was my first like independent thought TV show, I guess. The generation. Is anything else like my dad showed me, and I'm like, oh yeah, I do like this. I guess like Gundam Wing, I liked when it came out. Aqua Teen was like the first thing that was just like, oh, this is mine, because no one, <laughs> no one at school watched it, because <laughs> yeah, it was in 2002. Wow, yeah. So it was Man. it was my show. Yeah. And when Garrett transferred over, only me and David Frazier had ever watched it. Yeah, I got so yeah. I got sent down to Santa Clarita. My first day at school, sat right next to Alan. We started talking about Aqua Teen, and then we've been friends forever since. <laughs> yep. Since... It makes sense, honestly. Yeah. That's how you can tell if somebody's a keeper. When half of our uh, friendship is just lines from television shows yep exactly and the other half was just simpsons quotes <laughs> yep yep you know i knew then and i said it to Fraser. it's like yeah you know it's just gonna be like a simpsons quote on my grave anyway my I, my current gravestone the one that like when i die will be marked will say there's no rule this is a dog can't play basketball <laughs> whoa, 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 careful. I think Disney owns it. They may they may eviscerate your grave. That's fine. I'm gonna I'll um, I'll amend it. I will make a rule that says dogs can't play basketball and amend it well after the fact. Okay, there we go. Cool. <laughs> you just just, then just mark I, it out. Then I will have affected the world. That's true. That is true. <laughs> oh, I only I'll only be hope. immortal. <laughs> Immortalized for having forced the change to rulings and sports everywhere. I don't know if I like that, though. That kind of makes me sad. That then dogs will have been kept out of basketball. Yeah. Or baseball. Or football. It's or fine. Soccer. It's fine. Chimpanzees can still play hockey. No problem. But I'm going to take, him take on that, the too. Court. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, but can monkeys be bellhops? It, yes. Okay, so Dunstan won't have to check out. Correct. He All can right. check in, and he can stay checked in. All right. I Man. only remember one thing about that movie, about Dunstan Checks In. What's that? <laughs> that he checked in. No, in that hotel, they have like fancy doors where the doorknob is in the dead center of the door. I don't remember that. <laughs> that's all I remember from that movie. I just remember a line that's like, you better not be looking at my wife's Pongo Pygmaeus. 
or something to that effect. Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Somehow they made it dirtier. I got <laughs> right. I got. I got to see if Dunstan checks it is streaming anywhere. Need to watch. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, okay, George Costanza's in that movie, right? Um, I've never seen it. I don't remember anyone in that movie except for doorknobs in the middle of doors. Is it? Oh, it might be on Prime Video. Oh no, I gotta rent it. Ooh. Oh, and Pee Wee Herman's in this movie. Okay, wow. yes, I I need to watch this movie like immediately. <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness. So first impressions. It's pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, favorite use in pop culture. Oh, can I go first on this one? I, I know what mine is. You can go first. Okay, so my favorite one is when people mistook light brights for bombs. That is, that is my favorite pop culture thing. Like, uh, I cannot even... My favorite, like, I know... My favorite part of that entire situation is that it was in 11 other cities and only Boston thought they were bombs. Yeah, it was o- only Boston where anybody called it in. And I've, I've said before, like, I get it. Somebody calls and says, hey, there, there's like a bomb in this window in a big city. Like, you, you have to check it out. But, like, at what point do you, like, get up there and you're like, yeah, it's just like a light, right? And then, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wh- I don't know. It just, it's astounding to me that you see a light, right? And your first thought is, boom. Yeah, but my uh, other favorite part is that it's still played in one theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? It didn't work. Isn't Despite that... all the hype. <laughs> it's like, no. it's, you know why? Because they paid their fucking $2 million to the police uh, department of Boston instead of, like... <laughs> Getting it in theaters. Man, that movie had a big effect on me. Really? Because when we saw that movie, ads played in front of it, and one of the ads was for Paprika. Oh, wow. Really? And so I was on the lookout for that DVD for forever, and I thought I found it at Best Buy, because it was like a year or two by the time we, like, and I bought the wrong movie, but the movie I bought was also very good i bought let me guess you bought to conking creek yeah Yeah, exactly yeah okay yeah that makes sense and then i bought (laughs) i remember um, that day yeah because then we i bought it and then we went to go watch some french movies at coc yes wow which was the the one of them was the um it was the world war ii movie where the guy the actor just had one arm and i didn't notice the entire movie yeah yeah um wow there there was the the love story compilation. Oh yes, yes. Uh, Perry Jatem. Yeah, the, yeah. It has um, it's the, Elijah Wood in it as a vampire. Yes. Yeah. Is that the one with Owen Wilson with the time travel? No, that's the other one. That's, that's like the one Midnight at in Paris, Paris at midnight. Yeah. Which yeah. I haven't he, seen. Like, he like travels but back I like in the time. Idea. Like hangs out. With, I think it's Kathy Bates plays like Virginia Woolf or something. Does he just? Go, I don't. I just like the idea of him going. Oh wow. <laughs> No shit, it's it's Antonin Artaud. <laughs> what? <laughs> the theater in his double is crazy. I've been told uh, so many times to watch that's that movie. Funny. I hope it's really what I said. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I get the feeling it seems like the kind of thing that could be like really funny and like interesting and like actually bring people into like talking about the arts. But I get the feeling that it it's probably just like kind of too up its own butt. It's too Antonio does show up. I can it's see. Fo- <laughs> it like it's it wants too much to be uh to honor its source material, I guess, or the people it's talking about, and in the end, only does a disservice, I guess. 
is Hemingway in that movie? Not like the human, I, but like I think the character. So. Okay, that's why I, I was told to watch it a lot because, like, I love Hemingway. I don't care about his books at all, <laughs> but as a person, that guy is insane. Like, people could be so fucking weird in the past. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's it's the golden age of just somehow. Like, I'm gonna oh, shoot this no. toilet in a fight with my wife. And not yeah. get kicked out of this hotel. Let's see. Yeah, and even he was saying, like, how F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife was a bad influence. Like, when he's doing that, it's like, oh, no, she drinks too much. It's like, okay, <laughs> maybe you listen. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so uh, no, Hemingway is jealous. in it. Cool. That is 100% the reason why I was told to watch it. I'm gonna, I am gonna. want to look and see who plays Hemingway. If it's not Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> I was going to say, it's got to be. His reanimated corpse. Uh, it's Corey Stoll. Oh, I guess I could kind of see that. I do like Adrian Brody as Salvador Dali, though. And then I, it, Kathy Bates is um, Gertrude Stein. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I said Virginia Woolf. The, the time, the timing's not right. I don't think. But uh, yeah, Hemingway. You're definitely right, though, Garrett. People were allowed to be just bizarre back yeah, then just it's... i'm always amazed when it's like it like i like reading about joyce recently like yeah he just decided to like go into like self-imposed exile and just like made her living as a writer like what did he even write at the time nobody knows like there's not really a record of it but he survived somehow like how <laughs> what was he even doing right well, that's why i love alfred yari he just exclusively lived off his alleged ether this is crazy just this is accent crazy. and painting his face green and T just had like pianos and umbrellas in his room everywhere like 200 umbrellas and pooped in them in a corner <laughs> so i love him <laughs> he's right. just secreting it uh let's just let's just list like three of our favorite episodes of aqua Teen. okay oh, you want to just say the names you want us to talk about them uh yes <laughs> Okay, all right. Who wants to go first? Uh, I can go first because um, the three and a half Star Wars out of five <laughs> is one of my favorite episodes because yeah. like it's scored the entire time. Because that's like right when all the Star Wars stuff got like easy to use. That's when they started doing all like the Robot Chicken and Family Guy Star Wars specials. Yeah, it's a pre Disney era. Yeah, Aqua Teen's like you know what? Let's fucking toss in all the Star Wars music. Let's. Have a Wookiee, and let's have the Moon Knights blow up Yoda in a uh, microwave. (laughs) Turn it on, not! Turn it on, not! (laughs) Wow. Can't do that one anymore. That episode not only is a Star Wars parody episode, it's also an Underworld parody episode. Because Master Shake, they think think, uh, Drew Baca is a werewolf, and Master Shake dresses up. (laughs) Oh. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh. And I already said that Totem Pole is one of my favorite episodes. Yep. It's just... This is a good, solid Carl episode. Yeah. Like, Frylock and Meatwad aren't there that much. It's just Carl and Shake. And half the well, episode... Lot- half the episode is... They're, they're a Totem Pole. They're <laughs> just sitting there. Just yeah. no, no! Don't hit the troll. We have only like nine trolls for this tour, and the we'll other have to overnight. No, we have one. four trolls for the tour, and the other three are sick. 
Uh, try not to struggle. If you struggle, he'll crush your head. He'll get bored. You're yeah, I, I heard about that thing. one tour in like Belgium with like twenty one <laughs> decapitated bodies. Like you know, twenty seven. <laughs> we had to get rid of that troll. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Summon the troll <laughs> to sit on the pole. <laughs> Summon the troll. I love that line. <laughs> Summon the this is troll. This so funny. Yeah. That's comedy gold. Another top three episodes, uh, the se- the series finale, where uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Carl and Frylock become immortal via shampoo that turns them into Highlanders, and Shake tries to become immortal by following the Bibble. Is I wonder, is that episode the most gruesome of all the episodes? Because that's one thing that I think we've talked about at all, is like how ludicrously gruesome this show is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but most of the time it's acceptable. I think ninety yeah. percent of the time, I would say it's uh, it's like so over the top as to be funny. I think it's I think it's safe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you this have some episode full body horror moments, just like whole flesh is just peeled off. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know uh, they save their animation frames for when it matters <laughs> for explosions of flesh. Exactly. <laughs> One of you can go now. Uh, okay, I guess I'll go next. Um, Let's see. Uh, so my my first favorite episode, when I actually started watching the show, uh, one of the first ones that I caught was uh, the, what is that called? It's the the one with the mummy, Love Mummy. Uh, there yeah. we go. Yes. Um, and it has been the source of computer screen names ever since. Um, I love I love the idea that they just like find a mummy in their crawl space, um, and Curse. it just. <laughs> It turns out it has no well it has powers uh but unlike uh unlike shake it doesn't use them uh except in the end to mess with carl i don't even think that's the mummy that's the mummy's hat presumably yes it is the the hat of the mummy but why doesn't it make the mummy have a snake body because why did it turn the mummy in the in the king carl (laughs) 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 oh god Uh, i love it's an episode where carl doesn't die uh he's only objectively improved honestly (laughs) snake tail instead of legs yeah yeah, it's an objective improvement. Um, but I, I love this one. Uh, one of my favorites, and one of the earlier episodes that I saw when I was actually looking. Um, let's see. Lobster I know Lobster Bisque. <laughs> main, main. That wasn't a live main lobster. Come on now. Action Frank. <laughs> Just fun Action to say things Frank. like the mummy. <laughs> yeah pretty good you got the climbing wall and everything you got the new jam box <laughs> but yeah okay so i like that one um all my all my favorite episodes are early episodes um i also love the moth monster man episode um turn that turn that light back on you know like you hear that noise out there like, honk honk yeah yeah you, you don't if you don't do it i'm gonna i'm just gonna lay on this horn just really loud again it's, and i'm just i'm gonna do that till you turn it on it's dracula bus the bus of the undead He's not in the bus, Frylock. He, he is, is the, the bus. bus. Why I'm going know? to drive this piece of molding deep into the crankcase of the vampire bus. Why'd you throw siding at me? This is lubricated with 10W30 blood. This <laughs> is really funny. Uh, let's see. I don't know what I don't know what my third favorite episode would be. Um, gosh. It might be um, the one with kill, kill, die, die. Uh, the, yeah. the love dummies. With um, is that what it's called? Let's I think it's love dummies, which is pretty great. 
It would be that's that would just be uh, it's a uh, dummy love. Okay. Dummy love is the one. But yes. Die. Oh. Uh, kill. 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 Die. Die. <laughs> die. 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 Kill. Kill. That that episode got used a lot in our our friend group. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just random, there was a lot. Just of random. Die. 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 Kill, kill. <laughs> we should bring it back. We'll bring it back. Die. Um, but is this? I think this is another one where Carl doesn't die. Uh, no, he's like, like Carl... got his fingers missing or something. Yeah. No, no, they just um. <laughs> well, they get Who married. in this neighborhood is giving out puppets? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one's all suspense. Uh... You're just waiting for Carl to get eviscerated. But yeah, he does. He does get his hand. His I think it's his whole hand gets cut off in that one. Yeah. But yes, those are those are my three. I'll pick those three. Those are some good ones. I mean, they're all some good ones, but yeah, no, but those especially. Alan, I'm not one for choosing, but you know, Buddy Nugget. I think <laughs> Buddy <laughs> Nugget. Yes. I love that. Uh, Carl's best friend shows up. Doctor Balthazar. Like, yeah. No, no, no! Carl's best friend. <laughs> oh, Carl's multiple best friends that are just him, yeah. but different him sports dish. teams. They just fight each other. Yeah, <laughs> got a pretty sweet car, but you're a fucking loser. He's like, "What you say about me?" Yeah, and he got just shoving the animations of them shoving each other. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that one that that one's friggin' great. Uh, I like. It says you two like sports. Yeah, Giants rule. Giants, no. Jets. Like what you say? It's all about the Jets. <laughs> jets, 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 Jets. Uh, I like but, uh, that. Uh, Master Shake's only before. only friend. Master Shake's only friend is <laughs> white person impersonating Flavor Flav. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scamming him out of money with a clock radio instead of a. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, that that one's real good. Buddy Nugget. Later episode also. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, to not over, not not pick the same favorinos. I'm gonna use that word. It seems what the internet would say. Uh, you know, Bloody Blood Feast Island Man's a classic. I think that was probably my first favorite episode, except for maybe yeah, with Willie. I Nelson. mean, there's, there's so many. Yeah, Juice. that's a <laughs> And then you know, stealth connection at the ending. He was always he's the he's the shining. He's always been the resident. Yeah. He's the yeah. only one there at the end. Um, third favorite, you know, that's probably going to be. Uh, I mean, there's just so many. A tie between the al- the frat aliens whose dad owns a dealership what? and uh, Jiggle Billy. Oh, Commence yeah. Commence the jiggling. Why is it? Why does a hillbilly need night vision goggles <laughs> for not time jiggling? jiggling. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I just had a line from Balloonenstein pop into my head. Oh, uh, yeah. Do what now? <laughs> Take out your... Like, now roll around in that glass. <laughs> roll me around in the glass. I really hope that uh, anyone who's not familiar with Aqua Teen finds this episode just incomprehensible. <laughs> it's only 11 minutes of your life. For each episode, yeah. <laughs> Just give it a shot. It's all on HBO best, Max, except for the movie in two episodes. The most rewarding part is that there is some fragment of lore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, aside, aside from Carl constantly dying, uh, which is otherwise being obliterated, things seem to carry over. Shake died a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's true. 
honestly, yeah, I, they all they all have had their uh, brushes with death. That yeah, has yet why. to be explained. So for Meatwad. So Meatwad dying is so brutal. Has Meatwad never died except only, for in the movie? Only in the movie. I guess that's got to be true. Well, I mean, there's the one where no, no, because uh, well, I it is a simulation. See, there's just too much, too much going on. It's a show within the show within the show. But no, the one where where uh, Frylock moves. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he totally dies in that one. Doesn't he? When they get when they get wait, the they like the conjunctivitis. Well, okay, wait. Sl- now I'm confused from... with the snake one. Because uh, uh, there's the one where Frylock moves, and then like he brings over like the spring rolls. The anti. And it's the like, one who brings her in the antibiotics, right? Yeah, and instead of rubbing it into their eyes that they've been like rolling around and like <laughs> raw chicken, it. he just squeezes it in his mouth. Yeah, because he's been playing chicken ball. Yeah, yes. But then there's the one where he has the snake, uh, super the birthday snake. snake, and that one's the simulation. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there are two if you count that. Um, let's get to our one word review. Never first. Never. That's your one word review. Because it it will never be dismantled and it'll never be cancelled. <laughs> never is my one word review. Yeah. Uh my one word review is going to be explosive. There's so many times in later seasons the Shake throws things and it doesn't explode. His powers are waning, it's a tragedy. It's, it's all there, it's the lore. It's because his gem is weak. <laughs> exactly. Got a half life of fifteen years. <laughs> Alan. For me personally, formative, without a doubt. It was at the right place, right time for my yeah. mind to let me continue being stupid. Yep. <laughs> but like, you know, mechanize my own idiocy for my own gain. And that's why I'm the way I am. It, it guided me through the sands of time. It... <laughs> you know, I grew up with Simpsons. I started watching when I was three, but Aqua Teen just spoke in a, yeah. the way I was already speaking. Yep. It was truly made for me. And you. And me. And you. Well. And truly. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Our final. Well, we're done here. We're done with this. I hope you get. I hope the listeners of Geekspiration enjoyed our version of it. Talking about Aqua Teen. Uh, You should check out our show. It's featured creatures. Now we talk about creatures. Uh, You heard the ad in the middle of the episode. And to sign off this episode. (laughs) Truly. They were an Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Goodbye. <laughs>